welcome to More Than Myths. you is perfect i can hear you it's perfect we're getting good at this we are getting so good at this like it's not even that wasn't even that was under 30 seconds that was under 30 seconds That's impressive let's now just you've got the extra sexy voice is it sexy because it doesn't feel sexy it feels kind of painful actually you kind of sound um a little squeaky you sound a like dreadful. a mouse a little dreadful a little mouse <laughs> That is my nickname. Haley Mouse. Haley Mouse. Well, welcome to more than mistakes, guys. <laughs> Yay! Mistakes. Yeah, we uh this is our second one. Yes. F- first one totally rebranded. Yeah. And uh much punnier. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mistakes is good and uh I will be the first to admit that I uh, we missed up a couple times. <laughs> oh, we missed a couple of things for sure. Miss, missed a couple of things. But <sighs> uh, how are you? How has your good. week been? Anything exciting happen? I I'm just you know getting ready to enjoy the holidays, and um, we're going to Mexico in a couple of weeks and it's like the first time we've been on a vacation with no kids eh, since before the pandemic so um yeah really looking looking forward to it yeah it's gonna be really nice and actually even probably before we had our youngest so it's just been it's been a hot minute we're ready yeah that'll be nice yeah it'll be really nice uh what about you how are you Besides having a tickle. I'm good. Uh, just got a little tickle. You know. That's all. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, let's see. What has happened? Oh, so many movie things have happened in my life. Um, movie The Wheel things. of Time came out. Oh, Yeah, yes. and we're not going to talk about it for a long time, but we are going to talk about it because I've been obsessed with this book series for years. And I'm not ashamed to say that I may or may not have cried uh-huh. during the first episode because I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. That that completely checks out. Yeah. Yes. No, she was talking about it like weeks before it came out and she was just <laughs> losing her mind. So I was losing my losing my damn mind about it. But it's really good. Um it's on Amazon Prime, not sponsored, affiliated, nothing. Just nothing. Big just fans. fans. Yeah, I, I still need to watch it, but I um I got to get time to do that. Yeah. Finding time is hard. I just caught up with what we do in the shadows, but those are really easy because they're only 20 minutes and they're just like. (laughs) I know. And you had, you had talked to me about how, uh, oh, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but you would talk to me about some, some stuff with certain characters and I, yeah, I couldn't say anything. So I was like, oh, you're not to my, you're not to the end yet. So yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it's such a smart show. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a smart show. Yeah. And literally, it's so well written. I don't laugh out loud very often, but God, I do a lot with that show. <laughs> Just the one-liners and the fucking this like. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's pretty good. It's fantastic. And I 
finally got to watch the siren episode like <laughs> all the way through and in context and it was it did not disappoint i was so no. happy she's a little scary she oh, still is <laughs> really really gross yeah yeah a little really bit. gross mm-hmm. yeah um but anyway. yeah <laughs> anyway i'm glad you're all caught up with it yeah um I, I don't I don't have a ton of stuff. Oh, you're the fortunate one. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a little bit. Um so let's just let's just dive in. Um okay. so the last time we left off with episode five, so we're gonna go into six, uh mm-hmm. eight and nine. Six, seven, eight, and six, nine. seven, eight, and nine. Oh, I didn't have anything for seven, but um Oh, I have something for seven. Oh, perfect. Okay, awesome. All right, so six was uh, the Horseman and the Curse. We talked about uh, Ichabod Crane and uh, King Tutankhamun. Yeah, the Dullahan and King Tut. Yeah. <laughs> Just repeated exactly what you said in <laughs> a little fine. bit different way. <laughs> That's how we do. No, so I had actually gotten a question from a listener of ours who is a mom Heck yeah. So you guys, moms <laughs> love us. Um, no, she's actually Christopher's mom. And she asked how, um, with Ichabod, how anybody knew what had happened to him, like that he had disappeared. And so I understood where she was coming from. But Brenda, it was it was a story written by Washington Irving. And so it's not <laughs> actually a myth itself. It's just a book. It's just a book. It's so just that's a story. how we were able to see what happened to Ichabod Crane, but without really knowing what happened to Ichabod Crane. It's kind I of mean, like not very nice of the author to be like, oh, yeah, and he was attacked and then disappeared forever. And you don't ever get to find out what happened to him. So, yeah, that's how we knew what what went down with Ichabod. So we had that question come in. Just wanted to clear it up. Yep. That was the only one from you. Yep. Um, I didn't have too many things about King Tut, but I mean, honestly, I could talk about him for hours and hours because he's so cool. But I did want to give some information about the Grand Egyptian Museum. Oh, yeah. Because it is really neat. Um, So it's not actually scheduled. It was supposed to open in 2020, but it's not actually scheduled now to open until November of next year. Oh, okay. But they are planning a 10-day celebration when this museum opens. And it's going to have an opera called Opera Tutankhamun that is going to be at the Egyptian Opera House that is going to be played before the museum, like the night before the museum opens, which is so cool. Um, Some of the things, items, and artifacts that will be on display are a... 4,600-year-old ship called <sighs> the Solar Boat that was built for the Pharaoh, Pharaoh Khufu. And he what? ruled sometime during the 4th Dynasty. And it's actually considered the oldest intact ship in the entire world. <laughs> wow. It's so cool. Um, it weighs 45 tons or maybe it weighs 20 tons. I don't know. I saw both. <laughs> Either way, it weighs a lot. I always love <laughs> um, the internet where we're like, yeah. maybe it was 50 years ago, but maybe it was eight 
thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we're not really sure. Um, <laughs> it's uh, 143 feet long by 19 feet wide, and it was discovered in 1954 in a pit near the <gasps> Great Pyramid. Oh, which is gotcha. actually the largest and oldest pyramid on the Giza Plateau. Wow. So they're also going to have statues of King Ramses II. Sakhmet, I believe is how it's pronounced, who's she's actually the Egyptian goddess of war. They're going to have a couple, they're going to have, I think, 87 different statues varying in size. So some mm-hmm. of them are huge. Like, I mean, and this building is like an open air museum. And some of these are like, over 20 feet tall. It's just wild. Yeah, they're going to have the entire collection of King Tut's tomb. It's going to be all together in one place for the first time. Oh, yeah. You said so, that. Yeah, you said that last time. Oh, it's going to yeah. be so crazy. Yeah, so his all of his stuff's going to be displayed in 105 different showcases that's going to be located in two different halls supposedly. I don't know, maybe they're going to change stuff. But if you guys don't follow the Grand Egyptian Museum on Instagram, and you have any interest in this, you definitely need to follow them because they have some of the most amazing pictures of the interior of some of the tombs, um, artifacts, (gasps) chairs. Yeah, but their their Instagram handle, if you want to check them out, is uh, grand underscore Egyptian museum. Just go check them out. It's 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 really cool. It's really cool. All right, Um, so Halloween. Halloween. I only have like life fact checks. Life fact checks. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom called me to tell me that I was wrong. <laughs> and I did not dress up as Claudia for Halloween that year. And I retorted and explained to her how vivid my memory was of that year and that I did dress up as Claudia. And then she's like, well, then you did it twice because she has another vivid memory of me dressing up as Claudia again and i think it was a redo because i didn't have fangs the first time oh so it made it made a little bit of sense to me sure but yeah we had to go through a whole like debate of memory and whose memory was better (laughs) and oh boy so anyway my mom wanted me to clarify that i was not only claudia once but twice gotcha noted (laughs) Is there is there photographic evidence of such happenings? No, I don't Negative. have any okay. any okay. evidence of either situation. All right. Well, now we have the right information. There you go. That's all that matters. There you go. Um, and then yeah, what did you end up doing for Halloween, Haley? Ooh, we actually um went out to gosh dang, sorry, my brain. Um we went out to a beach um, up above Arrow a Rock. Place? Sorry. Oh. Sorry. It, it was going to take me just a second. Sorry, <laughs> you guys. Um, but we actually built a big bonfire. Yeah. And I, we had pictures of people. Like, I had pictures of my grandparents. And um, team brought a picture of her dad. And, yeah, we just kind of hung out by the fire. And it was really nice. Tried to incorporate some of the things that we had learned into our celebration and yeah i i had a good time i thought it was good i mean our bonfire was huge it was so big (laughs) the the beauty of living in idaho (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. We could just go up somewhere and light a huge ass fire and nobody cares. Yeah. We drove kind of down into the lake because the water's way down. So we were actually like on the lake bed, kind of, I guess. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was a good time. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. What did you do? Um, We ended up, you know, doing a real solid American tradition Halloween. But that's it was also actually enjoyable. So fun because Good. this was the first year we got to real trick or treat with all of our kids. Nice. Since since they my, our oldest were like five and four. Holy cow! So it was a really really good um, time. And the neighborhood we moved to in Washington, one of like the rich neighborhoods, does. Mm-hmm out Halloween. Nice. Like, like, I don't know if it's in their HOA contract or whatever, but they had so many fog machines going that they made their own fog. That's amazing. Kind of like Harrison here. Yeah. It was wild. And so awesome. You drive in and you're just like all of a sudden transported ported to this like oh my gosh Halloween that's place. amazing yeah and I heard I heard they do something similar for Christmas so I am so excited you've got to go oh we're gonna go like because it's only like five minutes from our house we're gonna go like every week and just see who's added stuff and just drive through that's amazing so yeah that was really that's so it, cool it ended up just being so much fun and our three-year-old just was just like Oh my gosh. Didn't want to stop. Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. Why would you? She's got the right idea. Next. Oh gosh. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Episode eight was Battle Witches and Hidden People. Uh, And you had posted on our uh, Instagram, how much does Haley actually know about the Valkyrie? (laughs) Very little. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. That's why we do these. So we can... Fix our mistake. So we can fix our mistake. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, I made quite a few this this episode. So uh, sorry, guys, but I'm here to fix them. I'm here to try to set the record straight. Yeah. Well, and shout out to uh, Uncle B on this one. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully, he, <laughs> he kindly let me know what yeah. I'd gotten wrong, and I also heard from Christopher some things that I'd gotten wrong. So. That's- yeah, you know, that's okay. Um, that's did you have here. anything? Because mine's going to take a second. Did you have anything? For uh, is this people? for, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. my mom, I, my mom had asked um, about, a little bit more about if Eve actually had dirty children. Oh, right. And, or like where that was sourced from. And <laughs> From my very brief internet research, (laughs) (laughs) it's only told in the Bible that she had Cain, Abel, and Seth and no other kids. So it's not mentioned that in the – at least in in the Bible or in scripture that she was – ever had children. So I think it was probably just some – The internet. Like – well, it was a story told – without any feet you know like gotcha and it perpetuated and it caught on or whatever but yeah i understand it doesn't have actually any basis in scripture so yeah because that was actually the first time i'd ever heard that as well uh yeah so i and i was like oh that's interesting because i had never read that in the bible right yeah well and you know the bible has been retranslated how many times so 
who knows? But yeah, who as knows? far as I could find in a very, as I said, quick check, there <laughs> yeah. wasn't any other mention of other children. So gotcha. There you go, mom. <laughs> okay. So um, back to this, <clears throat> all my mess ups. <laughs> um, so I got some feedback about the Norse in general, as well as the story of Brunhild and Sigurd. So when I had talked about the words of the Raven and I said that it might show the two sides of war, how it was one being like the heroic deeds and the, and the horror that you're inflicting on other people, the Norse didn't ever fear war. They wanted it because going oh. to Valhalla was the ultimate, like, that was your ultimate destination if right. you died. So you wanted to die in battle because then you would go to Valhalla. If you didn't die in battle, you would go to Helheim. And that's, yeah, you and that's don't want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to go. They wanted to go to war. They wanted to fuck shit up. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what they wanted. So it wasn't scary for them. It wasn't this horrible thing. Um, and then, um, so the, <laughs> then we, we've got the story of Brunhild and Sigurd. Um, and I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of different translations of this story. Yeah. So it was a little bit tough. But um, what I did find was a translation, I believe, from the Poetic Edda that I'm going to try mm -hmm. to go through and give you real quick. So cool. I'm going to actually go back to the beginning and I'm going to start with Loki. So Ooh, he, okay. he ends up going to the land of the Black Our Elves. Our good friend Loki. Yeah, which he goes to the land of the Black Elves, which we know are dwarves now. Right. And he comes upon a dwarf named... Sorry if you can hear my dogs. Um, he comes upon a dwarf named Andvari, who was as a fish in the water. So maybe he was a fish, but maybe he was just taking a swim. I don't know. All right. So Loki catches him in his hands and ransoms his life for all of the gold that Anvari has, which is a lot. And Anvari tries to hide one ring. And Loki sees him try to hide, try to hide it. And he demands that Anvari gives it to him. But the dwarf begs him, please don't take this. Um, because he can actually rebuild his wealth with this one ring. Does it sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one ring to rule them all. So it's actually oh. Yeah, so it reminded me of the drip. Also, yes, yeah. Is that? I mean, are they? Maybe they're the same thing. Maybe they're not. I don't maybe know. We'll have to fact check. Well, we're gonna have to fact check our fact check. <laughs> Uncle Brandon, are you listening? <laughs> Help. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Um, but it's speculated that this story was actually what inspired Lord of the Rings. Oh wow! Like, okay, like all of it. Um. But Loki wants all of his treasure, mm -hmm. and Envari curses this ring and says mm -hmm. that it will be the ruin of anyone who possesses it. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to jump ahead to Sigurd. So he's actually fostered by a guy named Regan. And when Sigurd's older, he's urged by Regan to seek out a dragon who guards a hoard of gold. And he tells him that this dragon, whose name is Fafnir, was originally his brother. And together they murdered their father to get this gold. Oof. But Fafnir doesn't want to share. And so he he flees. He leaves. I'm not sure if he fled, but he leaves. Mm -hmm. And he builds himself a lair, 
turns himself into a serpent and like a dragon do lay down on his bed of gold and took a nice, you know, nestled in, (laughs) settled in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Reagan forges a sword out of these shattered fragment fragments of a sword that Sigurd inherits from his father. And it's called Graham, which means the wrath. Ooh. He makes his way to Fafnir's lair, which is in a place called, oh boy, Ganita Heath, I think is how it's pronounced. And he he digs a ditch to hide in, and he ends up stabbing Fafnir in the heart as he's walking over this ditch. So Regan comes up to Sigurd, and he says, you killed my brother. As reconciliation, you have to cut out his heart and roast it for me so I can eat it. And then the uh-huh. story says that he laid down and drank his blood, drank Fafnir's blood, and then settled himself down to take a nap. Ew. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know. So Sigurd is roasting this heart and he touches it to see if it's done and it burns him so he puts his finger in his mouth and when he does this all of the sudden he can understand birds birds speak yeah what yeah and he overhears two birds telling him that reagan is gonna kill him that (sighs) he plans to kill him so instead of letting reagan get to him first he goes over and kills reagan and finds his way to Fafnir's lair, takes all of the treasure that he can, which, by the way, also cool side note, his horse is a descendant of Odin's horse. Slept <gasps> Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. His name is, his horse, uh, so Sigurd's horse's name is Granny? Grainy? I'm not sure. It's G-R-A-N-I. Grainy? Granny? Grainy? Gra- <laughs> Granny the horse. <laughs> We're just kidding. We're just going to say granny. No. Yep. Granny. We're just going to say Sigurd's horse. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to avoid saying it at all. Costs. Yeah. So Sigurd leaves and on his way, way home, he finds a house in the mountains and inside he finds a woman in a helmet and chainmail. And he draws his sword and cuts the chainmail from her and it causes her to wake up. He leaves, and at this point in the story, I didn't see anything about them, like, promising to marry each other. In some versions I did, and some versions I didn't, so I, you know, I'm not actually sure. Okay. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, again, we need to myth check or myth check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he goes to the court of King Yoki and his wife, Grimhild, mm-hmm. and they have, their children are Gunnar, Hogni, Gudrun, Gudni, and Goth. Gothorm, who is Yoki's stepson. Okay. Wow. So he, yeah, he stays for quite some time and he becomes to King Yoki's daughter, Gudrun. And Gunnar and Hogni swear blood oaths of brotherhood with Sigurd. Right. Okay. And I know there's a lot of names. So if you, if I, if I go Just too fast, hit, hit the back 15. Yeah. Listen yep. again. There's Come a back. lot of names. Yeah. <laughs> So Sigurd and his new brother-in-laws go to this guy Attil, Attil to ask for his sister Brunhild's hand in marriage to Gunnar. Brunhild lives on Hindefell 
and where she lives, there's a ring of fire. And she's made a vow that she's not going to marry anyone but a man brave enough to ride through the fire. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got some of the story right. Yeah. Some of it. So Sigurd some. and his group, some of it. <laughs> they ride up to the mountain and Gunner should have ridden through the flames, but he's on a horse that's a big baby and it doesn't want to leap through the fire. So mm-hmm. Sigurd and Gunner exchange faces. They ship ship into each other and he Sigurd ride, rides Grainy, his horse, through the mm-hmm. fire because that horse won't allow anybody else but Sigurd to ride in. Right. So okay. he's he's doing he's, Gunner a favor because Gunner's yes. horse is a bitch. Yes. And got it. Exactly. Yeah. And his horse won't let anybody else ride him. Right. Because he's a loyal horse. He's a good he's a, he's good, a boy. good boy. Yes. <laughs> so Sigurd rides his horse, Grainy, through the fire with Gunner's face. Mm-hmm. And that evening him and Brunhild are married. And before they go to bed, he draws his sword and lays it between them in the bed. I'm assuming that means that they don't actually have sex with each other. I might be wrong, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's all it says. Just assumptions. Assumptions. So in the morning, he wakes up, gets dressed, and he gives Brynhild as a – there's a lot of stuff in this story that I don't know. He gives her as a linen fee. I don't know what the hell that means. I looked it up, and the only thing I got was like – are your sheets getting stolen from your hotel? <laughs> Did you get charged a linen fee? Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's their term for like engagement or a wedding ring, like exchanging of rings. I don't know. Um, well, but- linen fee, I don't know. Usually you have to show that you consummated your marriage. Yeah, I so don't know. So maybe it's like linen fee. Like maybe. here, we did it. Yeah, I don't have know. Have our sheets. <laughs> I have zero. But do you think they were flannel sheets? <laughs> oh, if if not, they're doing their life wrong. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives her the golden ring that Loki took from mm-hmm. Anvari. And from her, he took a ring. So they exchange rings with each other. And this is the actual gunner at this point? Or is this it is still this is still this is still Sigurd with Gunner's face. Oh my god! Okay, the yeah. deceit. Yep. The deceit ke- the keeps deceit going. Just keeps going. Yeah. So, so in the morning, so they leave. Um, he gets on his horse. Brunhild's with him. Him and Gunner exchange faces, and they go home to King Yoki. And Brunhild is with them at this point. Okay. So time goes by, and Brunhild. And Gudrun go to the river to wash their hair. And when they get to the river, Brunhild wades far out into the river. And she turns to Gudrun and she says, I, she doesn't want the water that runs out of Gudrun's hair to touch her. Petty as fuck. Wow. (laughs) Because, Because her husband has more valor. Yeah. Yeah. So, Whoa. so Gudrun jumps into the river and she goes way upstream and she, she and she says that there isn't a man alive who can match her husband in valor, seeing that he slayed Fafnir and Regan and got all that treasure. <laughs> <sighs> 
so it's like a tit for tat with these two. So, but they're the- actually battling the same person against one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So the Brunhild, deceit, the deceit. Oh, yeah, and I mean it makes sense. So, so Brynhild fires back with, "It was a matter of greater worth that Gunnar rode through the flaming fire and Sigurd durst not." Gudrun laughs in her face. <laughs> And says, and I'm going to read you this. So she says, dost thou think that Gunnar rode through the flaming fire? Now I think that he who went into the bride bed with thee was the same that gave me this gold ring and the gold ring which thou bearest on thy hand and didn't receive for linen fee is called Envari's yield. And I believe that it was not Gunnar who got that ring on Ganita Heath. So... (sighs) She outs. She outs the whole trickery. The whole thing. The whole thing. So this shuts Brunhild up. She doesn't say anything. She, she's probably fucking furious. Oh, she turns around, yeah. waves out of the river, and leaves. So <laughs> when she gets home, she starts to talk to Gunner and Hogni, and she's egging him on to slay Sigurd because... But because they're Sigurds, they swore blood oaths with each other. Yeah. They can't do anything. Yep. So they turn to their little brother, Gothorm, and they convince him to slay Sigurd. (gasps) Yeah. So in the night, he sneaks into Sigurd's room and he stabs him. But Sigurd (laughs) sits up in bed, throws his sword, and cuts Gothorm in half at the torso. <gasps> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Ooh, that just gave me chills. Yeah. Cuts <laughs> yeah, him in half. So the story says there fell Sigurd and Sigmund, his son of three winters, whom they slew. Then so then Brynhild stabbed herself with a sword and she was burned with Sigurd. But Gunnar and Hogni took Fafnir's heritage and then Vari's yield and ruled the lands thereafter. Yeah. Wow. So they took they took Sigurd's treasure and the ring and basically ruled the kingdom. Wow. So hopefully now we've got the story of Brynhild and Sigurd right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty wild. Either way. Either way, it's pretty wild. Yeah, crazy. <clears throat> yeah. All right. All right. Next, next episode. episode. Oh boy. Nine. <laughs> oh. Hunger and the siblings. Morty. I'm Here so we go with this. Excited one. about it. <laughs> I had a lot of anxiety up to this episode being released because of what was in it. <laughs> I think the it's, semen summoning. Let's just put it out there. Let's just name what it is. Let's just call semen what it is. Summoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a couple of things that I need I didn't have in my notes before. Okay. Um, the first was the god of sleep is hypnos. Oh, yeah. And then oh, what's his son's name? Morpheus is the son of hypnos. My grandma gets a shout out for that one. Thanks, grandma. Nice. Then you asked me who the nymph 
the Oread nymph borrowed the chariot from. Right. And in Metamorphosis, it only says uh, she borrowed the Ovid. chariot. It just says a borrowed chariot. It yeah, doesn't say gotcha. who. So maybe Demeter. Oh, because that makes he was the most doing sense. an errand for her. And yeah, I mean, chariot was the desired mode of transportation <laughs> at the time. So. Uh, my last thing was who wrote the play Metamorphosis, and it was Mary Zimmerman, and it, it was released sometime nineteen ninety six. Nineteen eighty six. Oh, so it's a newer. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. a new adaptation of Ovid's Metamorphosis. Gotcha. So it's definitely a little bit more contemporary. Gotcha. Um, the play is actually really really cool. It calls for water being on the stage. So in an ideal situation, you'd have a flood, a flooded stage to perform all of the um, like pieces in. So I went to an arts high school that we could not flood our stage. So we got creative (laughs) with a um, like there was a stock tank in a pool looking structure. And only a few people actually got in the water, but I was one of the people who had to fully fall in the pool every I wanted, night. I wanted to ask you what part you played. Um, so since it was an anthol, it's an anthology with different stories. I had there are multiple roles for each of the cast members. Yeah. So like each story was played a little bit differently. I ended up playing uh, Silenus, which was. Bacchus's drunken bestie, essentially. <laughs> um, which was that was the one where I actually fall into the pool drunk every night. And so that <laughs> one was so much fun. Yeah. Um, I also played Hunger. No, you did? Yeah, I got to play ah! that role, which was really, really That's fun. So cool. Um, oh my gosh. And I played Mira. Which is, I'll give the highlight of that myth. She kind of crosses Aphrodite for being beautiful, almost kind of Snow White-esque, where it's like, who's the fairest of the land? Gotcha. Like, Mira's the one who's looking fine for everybody. (laughs) And um, Aphrodite curses her to fall in love with her father. Oh, and it's and it's definitely I know they're They're so so bitter, but then like her maid helps her trick her dad. It's really gross. Oh, no. My dad was like, "Mm, I could have lived my whole life without Without. seeing out. And I was like, I mean, it was also high school play. And we didn't show anything. Right. Right. They had to be really careful with. Sure. Incest. (laughs) But hey, that's what I gotta do. I gotta be drunk, starving, and incest. Incest. It was it was a really it was actually one of like probably my favorite plays to do. So fun. Yeah. that's awesome. It was a lot of good, it was a lot of fun. That is awesome. Yeah, a lot fucked up. A lot but, fucked up. Yeah, that story has definitely st- stuck with me. Yeah, I listened to that episode of my mother-in-law, and she was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Her sounds Sorry. were so great. No, I was, I was 
giggling the whole time. I was just like, I wish I could hear people listen to oh, yeah. what we say because it's just 100%. like 100%. Yeah. We're just in story <laughs> mode. <and> so- <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm just telling you a story. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's All what right. I have from episode nine. Nice. All right. So I'm going to talk to you about the siblings, Isis and Osiris. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Fuck. Ugh. She didn't want to do this. I you guys, didn't want to do it. I'm making her do it. She's making me do it. So you had asked me, I believe you asked me, mm-hmm. um, that Horace just didn't have any hands because Isis cut them off after he came to him. After he came to his mother and was like, look at my <laughs> fucking hands. <laughs> um, she regrew them magically for him. So like immediately after was like, here's a new set of hands for you. That, that's actually how the story goes. But oh. yes, you are correct. That was the answer to your question. Okay. But oh my gosh I said there was a part of the story right. I'm gonna come clean there was a part of the story that I omitted because I didn't want to talk about it and then I told Corinne about it which was stupid so oh my god alright so when alright so Seth she can't handle herself you wanted this. You asked for it. And I'm giving you what you asked for. I know. It's just so funny how awkward you're making it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to come out with it. All right. The ejaculation in the night happened. <laughs> happens between <laughs> Seth and Horace. Seth, Horace goes to his mom and he's like, look at what happened to my hands. She cuts them off. And her brilliant idea was for him to ejaculate into a pot. The part I left out is that she actually uses an oil and jacks her son off into the pot to then take to the gardener to to, put on the lettuce. To put on the lettuce so that he'll eat it. (laughs) Yeah. So gross. So gross. And I left it out for good reason because it's fucking nasty. It's nasty, but it's it's so gross. But like. I mean, there it, you, you know, there wasn't any, like, it wasn't, I don't know, maybe it wasn't, like, a shameful thing, like, in Egypt. Like, was, there wasn't any I mean, concept was... of, like, that being wrong, you know? There right. wasn't any concept of, like, it was simply, and it wasn't, like, a like a rape thing between, between no. Seth and Horace. It was simply, like, I am, I'm dominating you. Yeah. I'm showing that I am the one that should be Pharaoh because I'm doing these things. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> and yeah, the ISIS thing just kind of makes me think of like she was performing. She was trying to spell, help her son. You know, right. like. Exactly. She right. was. Yep. She did what she needed to yeah. make and it the, right. Yeah. So. She tried to help. It was. It's interesting, like going back and reading the story because she. She helps both of them, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a time when Seth comes to her and he's like, you're my sister. Why are you doing this to me? And so she helps him with a mm-hmm. couple things. And then, you know, Seth gets mad and, or sorry, Horace gets mad and cuts her head off. And, you know, it's, but then when when Seth goes and scoops out Horace's eyes, it's because he chopped his mother's head off. 
like it was retribution. It right. was like so payback. everybody's like, you just did like, this to my sister. You did this thing. You right. did this thing. You exactly. did this. Exactly. Just like a constant. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's it's just crazy. So I actually wanted to know what happened to Seth after his battle with Horus. So there are stories that he gets cut up, but then I was like, well, he doesn't just stay cut up. Like you know, that's not a uh-huh. thing. What happened to him? So he is actually adopted by the sun god Ra. And he becomes the thunder in the sky. And he is now the protector of Ra from a serpent. And so when the sun is traveling through the underworld, he's protecting Ra from this chaos serpent. Yeah, he like becomes Ra's number one protector, which is really cool. But that's what happens to Seth after his battle with Horus. Okay, cool. Yeah, but that that is the siblings. Excellent. Thank yeah. you so much for enlightening. Oh, you're us. welcome. You are welcome. And it, it's <laughs> funny because who who was it your uncle that said like our our sensibilities or what did he say? Really? Yeah. Oh, actually, I have more myth check. Oh, perfect. I have my stuff for 10 from Yeah, let's do we it. We can I can do it. No, let's oh, I can do it now and then if yeah. we miss anything, we can come back. Yeah, because I haven't heard um, anything. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, we haven't heard anything about skinwalkers, so nobody's sent us their experiences, which is good. I, I'm glad you guys don't have any experiences or run-ins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh okay, so here's what he said about the whole like Isis and Osiris and Horus Isis and, and yeah, all of the semen. <laughs> summonings of the um, he said that's probably why we don't hear too many egyptians myths too taboo for western sensibilities yeah um yes which makes sense because everything has gone through a filter mm-hmm. you know or went yep. through a filter for a really long time because it was like oh that's can't talk about that or can't talk about that yeah but so. it's, it's simply history you know there's not anything yeah simply you know. myth it's simply it's more than myths guys more than myths um okay well here's my episode 10 notes so 10 was uh the three little monsters and the big bad shapeshifter yeah so um typhon uh, what i read about typhon was that he was a dragon um but i've also heard that he was had the torso of a man with bat wings and the bottom half was snakes like a bunch of like tentacles looking so a monster nonetheless a monster still doesn't explain how we got a fucking dog but and we actually talked about that and i'm gonna bring it up how in the hell did a snake half snake lady and a dragon snake man with tentacle (laughs) whatever make babies like yeah how did that even well like, like did they like go on a date and they were like oh i really like you or was it like vicious and like you know carnal. like lions right yeah or eggs you also brought eggs. up eggs because the yeah reptiles. like did he just fertilize her eggs like does she lay eggs like, and was it was like oh anything? like fish yeah right. yeah like maybe so who knows yeah. yeah who knows anyway yeah we definitely had a full discussion on like why greek or how greek babies came to be but then you know there's also like like like, that just pops out of the ground and it's the mother or you know 
Yeah. So who yeah, knows? Yeah, it's very it's all very it's all up for debate. We should we should do an episode just purely on like random ways things came into being. <laughs> That's a good idea. There you go. Um so Heracles, I said Hercules. I'm sorry, I'm a fucking millennial. Oh, yeah. and I was raised on a 1997 animated version where they called him Hercules. That's true. But it's Heracles. It's I'm Heracles. Sorry. <laughs> um I didn't even yes. notice. <laughs> I know. I didn't I didn't even think about it, but as soon as I did, I was like, mm, shoot. Fine. You're grumble, right. Grumble. It's Heracles. <laughs> Heracles. Sorry, it's Heracles. Um and then thanks, Stephen Fry. Yeah, thanks, Stephen Fry. And Uncle B. He's the one who sent me all my notes this week. <laughs> <laughs> He's so helpful. He yeah, I so love helpful. it. It's um, nice having such a good, like, solid listener. Yeah. To help us fix our fuck ups. <laughs> who knows more than we do about things? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> um, and then he was upset that I didn't talk about any kind of bridges with the trolls and i let him know like trolls under bridges oh and i was like i was going so fast so this is for everybody if you felt like we messed something with with cerberus or trolls or goblins we will do a full episode on them yes so we we can give them their full focus and research and time and all of that so you will yes. you will get more of it so don't yes, you worry will. your little heads beautiful heads yeah <laughs> hopefully you don't have 50 <laughs> yeah my god don't you worry your 50 heads um but yeah yeah um so just a note about the skinwalker episode i also just want to do a quick shout out like Haley was mentioning, like, if you're going to buy sage or anything, like, don't buy things from Amazon. Buy native. Yes, there are There are native creators. There are native artists. Really, you know, their land was stolen, and we're living on it if you're in the U.S. And contribute. Yes. Yeah. We, like, find creators that you like and support them. And especially around this time, like, we just had Thanksgiving and – Thanksgiving's really like kind of an icky holiday. Yeah. So this is just a shout out coming from people who didn't grow up in any native communities. I didn't. Did you, Haley? Were you around um, that at I grew all? Up, I, I grew up learning a lot about that um, yeah. because I'm like a quarter. I don't Yeah. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. But I mean, in I went to a school in Wyoming. And so we would mm-hmm. learn a lot about the Native Americans in the area. Like we went to rendezvous. We, I mean, learned a lot about that. Um, if you're going to sage anything, make sure that you try to do your research about how to do it properly because there's actual ceremonies mm-hmm. and the proper way to do that. Don't just willy-nilly kind mm-hmm. of like try to look into it. Do some research for yourself. Yeah. Um, and I, there's there's a um, a shop that I had found um, yeah. that does sell sage. But if you guys have any others that you purchased from or that you know of, please send it to us and I will update the website because the more that those shops can get, we are about that. You know, while our platform is small, it's still just important to call those things to light. And, you know, we... We got the information for skinwalkers that was available and 
you know, had been shared willingly. And so we just wanted just to kind of talk a little bit more about that and say, yeah, um, you know, buy native. Yeah. Support yes. your local natives and yep. uh, figure out how you can contribute in your yes. area. Yes. Perfect. Well said. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That is it. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in, hanging yeah. out with us. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look up More Than Myths. Um, send us an email at morethanmythspodcast at gmail.com. Just say, hey, send us a recommendation for anything you want to hear about. If you hear something that we fucked up again, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> it's, we'd love to hear from you. We'd, we'd love it. Yeah. We'll do mistakes on mistakes on mistakes. Oh my gosh. It'll be fine. All day. But yeah, thank you guys as always for listening. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and um, either on Spotify or leave us a review on Apple. We love to hear from you. And as always, tell your friends and tell your family and tell your mom. Tell your mom. Until next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye.